0: The following is
1: a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
2: about you, Cowboys? Yes!
3: Go, Cowboys!
1: This, this, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys
3: World Headquarters
1: at the Star in Frisco.
3: hand on Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Peska keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown.
1: And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, And Kyle Yeomans. It is a wonderful Wednesday edition of Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys, and here from the SWBC studios at the Star in Frisco as we preview the Cowboys' defense against that Chicago Bears offense. Today, it's week eight of the NFL season, and the Cowboys are at five and two, and they welcome in the Bears coming up Sunday to try and get to six and two at AT&T Stadium. With Patrick Dosey-Walker, Isaac stand back. I'm Kyle Yeomans gentlemen how are we doing
3: today? Fantastic. I feel very very bright today, Kyle. Why is that? You look very bright today. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I have my I have my
1: sunglasses in my bag. Should I pull them out? These are transitions. Kind of hard to look at. I have at on it. transitions mm. and they're starting to kind of dark. Hello, y'all see it? You know,
3: yeah. what I'm, saying? You know what I'm saying it's a little bright. Shine bright like a diamond.
1: Hey. For those of you that listen to the audio, he's wearing a
3: bright highlighter yellow it's shirt. It's neon day at my kid's school today, so I figured I'll participate. Too. I like that. Like that. It's it's organ neon. It, no, no, don't do, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't. <laughs> That nah,
0: for, nah, nah, for
3: nah, a fellow Pac 12 nah, guy, nah, that's fighting that. words. Don't do that, don't do that at all. This nah. is Seattle Supersonics neon, okay? Don't you dare throw organ. You got in that there.
2: neon, uh, organ. No, Oregon, no uh, don't you bring up organ. Organ sh- is a bad word. Those are my Nike heart. shoes
3: you have on, right? Okay, you know what? field night, is something totally different. <laughs> okay, the same color. He does have highlighter yellow Nike <laughs> shoes on, yeah, kind of yeah. like Uh-oh. Oregon? No, no, Uh-oh. nothing like Oregon. I have friends out the know, man I don't really care for them when they wear their uniform. Mm-hmm. It's just Oregon is just one of those teams. Oregon and Washington state. is just like I it just it. makes you cringe. I get like it. if you're in front of me and you yeah. have an Oregon sticker or a Washington like, you might want to get out the way cuz yeah. if I had like a if I had one of those <laughs> if I had one of those freaking what, What's the name if of the show?
2: Crashing cars were legal. No, I'm not crashing <laughs> cars. I
3: just always imagine like if I, I I that I could have a car that had like a blow dart and I could just and it's like, just make your tires go flat. Like, I would do that. You if would I do could. it? Yeah.
1: Have a little, you have like a James Bond James car. James Bond, that's what I couldn't think yeah. about. James, if I had a James Bond car and Bat-Mobile. you were in front
3: of with an Oregon freaking sticker on your car, <laughs> I, you're getting blow darted. I'm mm. like Ace Ventura style Three darts That's is too weird. much <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you I was looking to
1: troll you at some point Whenever Washington and Washington State yeah. play And yeah. I was just going to wear like a Washington State shirt Don't do that We would definitely
3: it. wrestle that day would no. we? Oh yeah we would. Wrestle. we would
1: wrestle DDT I might have to do it now.
3: <laughs> no, that, I, but
1: they play on Thanksgiving week, relate. so it's we don't even have a ton of shows. That's like okay. it's just kind of. That's not me. walking up to me
0: saying those two words: the the R and the T word. The they roll don't. tide. That ooh. one ooh. I just. Ooh.
1: What do they fight for, just, for? The let's, apple let's, Bowl let's, or something? Let's, let's,
0: like that? <laughs> what is the that apple thing? cup? Want, apple want,
1: cup. Want, Did you ever win the apple talk cup? About, yeah, of course. Championship game losers. Let's talk about the Cowboys. Oh, okay. I like it. Uh, we do have some news and notes to get to because there was a lot that happened yesterday. We had At, news after we wrapped. After we were done. <laughs> after we wrapped. Wow. I
3: happened. mean, we we got done from here. I'm glad they listened to us in the front office. I'm really happy that the front office think... takes the time every day to listen to talking cowboys. You know what I'm saying, I mean, Because the the wisdom and the knowledge that we drop, the science that we drop. Science. I mean, it's something that you should definitely listen to and digest because you probably. Can, can utilize this to make front office moves. Wouldn't you say, there, no, see I agree. I and agree. S- so yesterday we were filming hit sticks.
1: You can go and watch it mm. today on, on DallasCowboys.com. And right at the end, the question of the day, which gave away a copy of Madden, uh, it was if there was a if there was a wish list, mm-hmm. if there was a position you could trade for. What would it be?" And I asked that to Isaiah. I think Isaiah's got a hotline to the front office. I think that's what we're not being told here. I think he's got the one that 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 quick little hotline mm-hmm. to go to go to the Jones family and say, "Hey, listen. I want a big, beefy defensive tackle that can stop the run." Put a bug in their ear. Oh, it looks like something like that happened, because that's exactly what he said on Hit Sticks. He said, I want a big, beefy defensive tackle that can stop the run. And not but 30 minutes later, the Cowboys went out and got one. Got you one. Obviously,
0: that's that's the headline that carried yesterday. It's going to carry today, and it's going to carry until, uh, I mean, going forward, basically. Jonathan Hankins, former second-round pick of the rival New York Giants. Mm. Cowboys fans should know Jonathan Hankins very well from his time spent in New York with Big Blue in tandem with Damon Snacks. Harrison, um, that run stopping duo, half of them is now here in Dallas. and uh, he I means there's two of them. There, there you go. 6'3, um, three, 340 pounds of football playing human about to be dropped in the middle of the defensive line for Dan Quinn. The rich get richer. That is. Likely and expected to help shore up the arguably the only weakness on this defense. And there's
3: is, no ramp up period, there's needed. no
0: ramp up. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, yesterday someone on Twitter uh, kind of not equated it, but they had a question. They said, well, is this similar to the Don-, Don Terry Poe signing? No, it's not, because Poe was coming off of a torn quad. There was an offseason that he needed rehab and recovery, and he needed to ramp up. It's not even the Jason Peters situation in that Jason Peters didn't have any training camp or needed to ramp up or anything like that. Hankins, he had 30 combined starts over the last two seasons for the Las Vegas Raiders, and he was active in five of their seven games this season. So he's ready right off the tarmac. Right, so he's mm. he's expected to come in here. You know, he's already passed the physical. The transaction was made official on yesterday, um, so he could be in practice as early as today. Cowboys are hoping to get him on the field against the Bears, the Bears team that ran for over two hundred forty yards uh, against the New
3: England Patriots. So, yeah, no coincidence for the timing. What a move by the front office, though. Yeah, right. Not only do you address your need, but like what did, what did you give up? What did you give up? Nothing. A sixth. A six, but then you but got, you a got seven, back a seventh you got a of seventh. next year.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they traded a six for a seventh. Exactly. Yeah. Great Finesse. job by the front office. Finesse. Great,
3: great job. this. I, I
1: think this is the type of position or type of move that around the league, we've sat here on this show many times and said, oh man, why, why couldn't we have yep. made that move? Why didn't we make that move? Why didn't we go get that guy? We could have given up a six. We could have given up a fifth round pick. Are you kidding me? This is one of those moves where it's like, oh, okay, we did it. <laughs>
3: That's, yeah. This but is great. This is li- literally the only glaring weakness that you had on your defense. Yeah. And I've been sitting here beating my chest about it and just trying to drive it home. Like, there's, you have to address the run. You can pat yourself on the back and, and, and sugarcoat it all day long. Teams that can run the ball will run the ball against the Dallas Cowboys. You don't want to pass yeah. against the Dallas Cowboys. So if you have the, the capacity and the personnel to run the ball, guess what you're going to do? Run it. You're going to run it. That's right. So as the Dallas Cowboys, if you can't always force a team into a passing situation, which they necessarily haven't been able to do, aside for the fourth quarter or last game, then you're going to have to find a, a, re, a, a resolution for it. And this was the resolution. Go out there and find you a big dog who's proven as of late – not as of they're not back right. in the day in their career in the but as of late like as of like a week ago yes. that he could stop the run and you bring him on your team and you give up hardly anything for it because and he's
0: only 30 years old he's only 30 years old he he's not you know last year of his contract right great yep
1: there you go and, and but wait there's, there's more. more well can we I want to ask this question because I'm glad you brought up Don Terry Poe mm-hmm. because that's really the fresh thing on people's mind in terms of acquiring a veteran defensive tackle, right. Don Terry Poe. Don Terry Poe, and I want to talk about Neville Gallimore at some point too, and, and where he kind of fits into this equation. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, but with Pe- with Poe, it, like you said, it was a completely separate situation. But should the expectations for Hankins be tempered a little bit, or is this an immediate plug play? You feel good about it, and let's let's keep on rolling because. It, it, it's always tough coming into a tough situation or a new situation. However, stopping the run is stopping the run, in, in Las Vegas, the same it is as it is in Dallas. Right? Here's here's what I would
0: say to that. Don Terry Poe had um, extenuating circumstance that should have given you pause, and in, in the moment, you you could have justifi- justifiably been excited about it. I was excited about it in the moment, but I also took pause because coming off of the quad injury, so forth and yeah. so on, is he going to get back to that? We just mentioned that Hankins is ready off of the tarmac. He's played games this season, several games this season. And I mentioned it in, in the article on the .com yesterday about the move. He's not gonna be tasked with playing a lot of reps. Like you're not ask, right, you're not asking a lot of Hankins, <laughs> which is a different situation than what you were asking from Don Terry Poe, who was in the same free agency hall as Gerald McCoy. Those two guys were supposed to come in and help be the saviors of the defensive line at that point as far yeah. as the interior and helping out on the edge. This is a situation where you have a 30-year-old with, with a lot left a lot of tread left on his tires. He's coming in to a very deep rotation of talent, and we'll get to Neville Gallimore in a second, but you're also talking about Osa, Odigizuwa. You're talking about another building of a man in Quentin Bohanna that he's going to be tasked with rotating Chauncey Golston. So, uh, you know, it's a situation right now where you get first and second down out of Hankins, and then you hook him. Right. Until it's time to, to put him in there for another run defense. And I think those limited reps and that limited expectation will allow him to stay fresh longer. It will allow him to be more impactful because you're not asking a ton. So, I mean, the only thing that's similar between he and Don Terry post the fact they play the same position. OK.
1: That's, that, that, that's basically it. That makes me feel so much better about this whole situation. <laughs> Not saying that I was comparing Hankins to Polk. Completely different players right. in terms of what they do similarly. But like I said, Isaiah, where does Neville Gallimore fit into that fold? Because
0: inactive last week, why, why was he inactive again? There was a health issue that cropped up. He was medically cleared by Mike McCarthy and Stephen okay. Jones, but because there was a, a health issue that cropped up, he was. It was. It came down to a coach's decision, which was basically a less than one hundred percent Neville Gallimore or a one hundred percent Tristan Hill. Because Carlos Watkins had just been signed from the practice squad to the active Elevated. roster for run defense, <laughs> mm-hmm. which was kind of a hint at you know making the move for Hankins. So I know that the timing of it. People yeah. are connecting dots and saying, well, is this the writing on the wall for Neville Gallimore? I'm more of the, the mindset. I wonder how this impacts a guy like Carlos Watkins, who's not subject to waivers just yet before the trade deadline, and they probably feel that they can get him back on the practice squad. Now, they don't need um, to make that move just yet because Jordan Lewis is going to go to IR, so let's swap Lewis with Damon Clark, who might be activated today. Got it. Uh, and then go well, is on IR, so you got a spot. But if they're really pressed about it, I'm more so looking at Watkins versus Gallimore. I think Gallimore oh, I know Gallimore and Hankins are two different players. They yeah. do two different things, two different assignments.
3: Yeah, but it doesn't hurt to have a lot of a lot of grown men sitting up there. Yeah, and the more the merrier. Yeah, I mean, it. you start thinking about. If you get your, you know, we talk about this bend but don't break defense, right? So if you face a team that is has some kind of effect on the ground game, they're able to work this thing down into the red zone, back you up into the black zone where you actually your back is literally against the goal line. It's nice to be able to call upon, you know, the, and just call these yeah. guys in there. Hey, Gallimore, <laughs> hang in, like, all, oh, that Yeah, yeah exactly. Bring them yeah. all bring in. Bring them all in. Yeah, just, And that's when the big dudes just yeah. do. <laughs> and they come on. out there and you see nothing but 340, 330, 320 <laughs> on it's my nice sign. To, it's nice chill. to have those options down there because it's you a know literal wall. Yeah. It's a literal wall on the interior because you know that teams can't beat you on the outside with right. your speed. So it's it's you're literally just saying, okay, where are we weak at? Okay, boom, and we talked. I talked about it in terms of like the 300. When you think about the movie 300, and they, all the guys have their little shields Ooh. up, right? Everybody, everybody working Ooh. together, there's no cracks, right? But that one person, that one person creates a little weakness. Oh, that's the crease right there. Let's and attack you get that. Behind them. Yeah, then you get. That's
1: it.
0: Leonidas warned of this. That's it. He Leonidas did. warned of he this. He did. He said, "We are only as strong as, as the unit." Yep.
1: Oh man, I'm so glad that we've brought up 300 references on this show. Absolutely. This is phenomenal. I love it. This is my favorite. Yeah. All right.
0: Uh is of... gonna show you that God's bleed with his defense. <laughs> he's gonna show you that the he's that show a God you. King can bleed. <laughs> I like it. All right. There were some other news though out uh, there. absolutely. Um we also saw the Cowboys not long before they made the trade for Jonathan Hankins. They brought on um Sheffield, Kendall Sheffield to the practice squad to help with the depth at Nickel Corner specifically. Obviously, we just mentioned the loss of Jordan Lewis. He's expected to go to IR. might happen as early as today. Um, so, you know, it's still going to be Deron Bland getting the headline there. You're going to see Kelvin Joseph fighting with rep, fighting for reps with Nashawn Wright, who is expected to get his first active game time uh, this Sunday against the Chicago Bears. But Kendall Sheffield, former fourth-round pick of guess who – the Atlanta Falcons, and guess who was the head coach at that time? It was one guy named Dan Quinn. Um, So he knows him. Yeah, knows him quite well, which is going to help him acclimate to a system that he has already played. He's a Dan Quinn guy. He's a Dan Quinn guy. He
1: played 700 snaps with Dan Quinn in 2019, another 525 in 2020 with Dan Quinn, and then after Dan Quinn left in 21, he only had 53 snaps. So, so he's, he's quite a literally a Dan
0: Quinn guy. He's only exclusively a Dan Quinn guy. Quite literally. He, you want him to be Fowler 2.0 and not Keanu Neal 2.0. Uh-huh. That's that's Because mm. it could go either way. But again, in Dan Quinn, I trust. Right. Until further notice, <laughs> and
1: Dan Quinn. I to... Well, and he's he's supposed to be a depth in practice squad guy, right? Correct. Because you're going to elevate the guys yeah. you already have, which is different from what Keanu Neal was. Expecting and he'll come be. in and he'll he'll compete for a practice squad spot and maybe compete to try and get on the active right. roster. But at the same time, you know who you have out right. there, and, and it doesn't really change a whole lot.
0: And, and to to be fair to Keanu Neal, he wasn't just brought in to to help get some of those starter reps, but he was brought in at a change of position. Right. So they were looking to Switching flex up. him between linebacker and whatnot. So that was a lot to put on his plate, especially a veteran who had been in the league so long. So that experiment didn't go well, but we, we have to admit that it was an experiment, okay. which yeah. is different from Sheffield practice squad guy. He's coming in to do exactly what he's been doing for Dan Quinn and the Falcons. I have previously. a question
3: now. Yeah. This is just Just for giggles. Okay. okay. That's a word that usually comes before that, but yeah, usually, I was um, about to say what was the what's uh, the hole for it? I just, I just went past that part. Huh? <laughs> we're a family show, exactly, guys. Hope and giggles. <laughs> uh, now that you picked up Hankins, okay. Now that you got the big fella in the middle, if you were to sign one other position or trade or trade, this came kay. up in media match yesterday. What would make this defense unstoppable if you were to add one more piece on defense? Where do you, now, where do you add it though? I'm just asking a question. Oh. Well, see, and okay, just so, because you so, added one D lineman, do you no. feel like your your run game is automatically just just secure? I think it's
0: it, it, it's as close as it can be because it wasn't bottom of the league in run
3: defense, right? So, but, it, does, it, but, does, but do you feel like uh, we line up like nobody can run the ball on us? Do you feel that I, right I now? I have to no. see
0: Hankins. I can't say that yet. I have to. I don't feel Hankins. that way. I don't feel that way either. I, I mean, I think see, I think it, it I helps. Think yeah, it helps. Yeah. And it helps. Front, and, and look at the, you know, where the, the tie line was. Right. Again, you're not saying it helps upgrade a 32nd ranked you. run defense. You're, you're so so what, what position would you add on defense? Uh, I, I don't have an answer for that. And but here's why I don't have an answer for that. It's because you put Hankins in prior to the Hankins move. It was, you know, we got to do something to stop the, uh, to shore up the run defense. Okay, you're going to get Hankins, right? He's proven he's big. All right. So then it's like, okay, so you address that. You're heavy, heavy, heavy on the edges. Heavy. Heavy on the edges. Like you are so you were already heavy on the interior line to the fact like that you were trying to figure out how to get guys like Tristan Hill snaps and, and so forth and so on. So then now you move to the linebacker core. Okay, well, Micah's Micah. Anthony Barr is coming on strong. LVE is playing very, very solid football, despite what the narratives on Twitter might tell you, um, to the point where Jabril Cox – is having a hard time, a virtually impossible time getting on the field. And now you're going to throw Damone Clark into that room. He's going to start with special teams, but before the season is over, he's going to look to be a contributor at linebacker. Okay, now you go to the secondary. All right, you lost Jordan Lewis, but I'm confident in De'Ron Bland. We'll see what Sheffield still has on his tread. You have Kelvin Joseph, Nashawn Wright, your guy Nashawn Wright. Uh, Anthony Brown is better than most people will give him credit for. Go to the safety unit. I don't even have to dissect it. You know yep. what? You know you what it is. You got some depth there. You know what it is. So I don't have an answer for that because you're with the addition of Hankins. I mean, what you got?
1: I've got yeah. an answer. What's your answer, KY? Did, did you have an answer in mind? Of course I do. You always ask a question with an answer in mind. <laughs> I, I would go get a run stopping corner. Oh. Yeah. Because where's your weakness in terms of stopping the run shown throughout Edge? five of the six games okay. that you've been run on this this year? Okay. Yeah. Do outside you, the tackles, go get a guy that can stop the run as a cornerback. I, okay. Of course, we can't say names, but there are some There's really some good defenders on the edge that you could set a cornerback, and then oh, by the way, they can stop the run there too.
3: Okay. Without Jordan Lewis, do you go safety? Do you go get a run stopping corner, or do you ask your corners to be run stoppers? Because it's just a decision. I like the letter. You think so? It's a de- absolutely. It's I a like, decision. I, like I know it is a decision. Would you see why Israel
0: Muquamu
1: will they go I like get it like though? The Dono will go. I like the latter, too. Go, Dono goes and gets If you're asking me if I would rather pay for my coffee or get free coffee, I'm going to take the free coffee. Especially if it comes with Miller Lite. Especially Light. if it's got Miller <laughs> Lite. Especially if it's Black Rifle.
3: But Art, if you... if The corners don't have an inability to tackle. If the coffee machine is broken, then what do you do? It's not broken. But is it broken? It just needs to be... Gin- That's what I'm asking. You what got to jiggle the handle. Uh, you got to handle a little bit, you know what I'm saying? It's just- so you're thinking, you're saying, if if
1: if Dan Quinn and Al Harris had an intervention with Trayvon Diggs and said, "You've got to
3: stop the run, dude," you think he would automatically want to want the smoke? Because you've talked about want it before. The smoke? No. Need the smoke? Yes. He needs to go be a run stopping corner. Does Trayvon Diggs need to go do that though?
0: He, he's you done just it said it. They he's do. done it at times this year, this but he
1: has he's, he's, in he's his mind, it. and it helped in right. his mind, and Absolutely. it
3: helped. He he acted Jalen Ramsey ish a number of times this year, and it helped. It's been great. It's been great. So yes, every cornerback has the ability to be that guy. It has nothing to do with size. Hmm. We just saw how how hard. The Detroit was running around hitting people. None of that was based upon size. I'll tell you who that was all I'll wheel. I'll tell you
0: who would love the smoke in the run defense game from a cornerback position. Kelvin Joseph? Absolutely. Yep. Kelvin Joseph would. Absolutely, he started to show that. Exactly. You didn't see that last year. So you see that bring on that special physicality now. I, he, I, I've seen it now on special teams. Yes, you have. He absolutely can bring it. Okay. He okay. can transfer that over to the defensive side of the ball.
1: What was your answer to
3: your own question? <laughs> another big boy in the middle. You want another one. I want want another another. one. (laughs) I want another one. (laughs) one. I want to discourage teams from running up the middle. I want you to say, crap, we can't go in there. And then you look outside you say, crap, Micah Parsons over there? Crap! d laws over there. Sam Team, Williams teams already to the second part of that. Absolutely. So I'm saying, so so when you look outside, you're like, can't go out there, can't go out there. Okay, well let's just go straight ahead. Imagine if you couldn't go straight ahead because you can't move them. You're gonna have some
0: sets, plenty of sets, where you see Bohanna standing next to. Hankins, and that's the old oh, crap. Yeah, like so, where are you going to put this? See, but I don't, I don't think the other I, I don't think big Bo's scaring guy. anybody
3: yet. He's he's capable of making plays. That's because they don't know any better yet. Okay, they better watch. Okay, the yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm telling you, I'm true. with you. <laughs> I, want, I want two guys in there that everybody's a, like, ooh. no. I want a yeah, five. No, no, no. I, I want, want, a, I want a, so, Tony Saragusa, <laughs> Sam Adams. Hello, uh, Nada. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Rest, like we are not going in there. Rest in peace to the great goose. You, yeah. you want the Tampa Bay front. That's
1: what you want. You want well, Vita from last Vea year, from and last year. Sue. Yeah, from last year. Yeah, Sue and Vita Vea. Both of those guys. One of one of them is a true nose. One of them is a true three technique. And it's just like, oh, oh no. You, you where do we go? Oh gosh, there's Devin White. And there's exactly. These other guys because when the you edge. step
3: up to the line of scrimmage as an offensive lineman, if it's a run plays call we lost. We, we're going to lose on one side. Yeah, we're going to lose on one side. Physically, I cannot move that man. This that is the most discouraging mindset in the world. When you have a job to do and you step to the line, you're like, I physically can't move this human.
0: <laughs> I just want to know where you're going to put the, the third mammoth human in a situation. Put would, him on the line. Depth, I, I suppose we're talking depth now. Because,
3: again, you're going to see. You don't have a special of, teams problem right now. If you had a special right. teams problem, you're right. you're I, would say, yeah. I would say I'm with you, right? Yeah. But you don't have a special teams problem because you have linebackers and you have defensive linemen. Playing on special teams. That's true. So you can add another guy to the defensive front on your depth chart, on the game day roster, and still not miss anything special teams-wise. That's usually the deciding factor on whether or not you put another guy in that position. So here's my question for that. And I'm not adverse to it, but my question would
0: be, are you talking about adding a mercenary who's on the street waiting, or are you talking about giving up another late rounder for somebody? Now, the latter, I don't know that I'm on board with. Because keep in mind, if you— Typically I, typically,
3: I would say that.
2: And Rams. I, let, me,
3: let me tell you what I... <laughs> scorched earth. Wait, Stop. Let
2: scorched me tell you what
3: I... Stop. <laughs> you know why, though? Like, I, know yeah, about to, yeah. I know you're about to go... I know you about to say, hold on, let me finish. But listen, yeah. the Rams did what last year? They got rid of all their picks. They got like. rid of all their big-time picks. Yeah. To, to go ensure that they walked away with a ring, correct? Sure. Okay? I would be perfectly fine giving up late-round picks. For the Dallas Cowboys right. to go get you that a look. guy who has that one luck. job. That look. We need you for one job because what are the percentages, the chances? I don't want to start this conversation yet, but the, everybody knows. What are the chances that you're going to return Dan Quinn next year? Not Thank you very, very much. High. So take it and you freaking go. I think he's back, but that's a different conversation. That's a different conversation, but you freaking go for it. Okay. If you're talking about sixth, seventh round picks, come on now. Okay. Here, here's how we Do have we to. have time within the next 2 no, no, seconds? No, no, we got we got to We're We're balance
0: this because typically speaking you you shouldn't overvalue your draft picks, especially your late rounders because we can all agree those are typically flyer picks, okay? And what made it easier for the Rams to do it was because they don't typically draft well, okay? But when you look at a Cowboys team or any club that typically drafts very well, you look at this rookie class, both undrafted and drafted. you have to wonder, now, you got Hankins, fine, you gave up a six, you got a seventh back for Hankins, et cetera, et cetera. Now, if you make another move and you give up another late-round pick, that question of, did I just give up a Donovan Wilson? Did I just give up an Israel Muquamu, et cetera, et cetera? That becomes more yeah. pressing. So if you're talking about a mercenary off the street, a proven mercenary, I'm with that. If you're talking about giving up another pick, okay, let's let's kind of be balanced here because you can do what you just did in adding Hankins and help make yourself that much more so of a contender now without mortgaging the future because you might be able to remain a contender for the next several years if you walk the line correctly.
1: My, my fan side of me says... F the picks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, Kyle. Let's, let's go win. It's not even Friday. Is I like it. Science. My Thank my you. my
1: draft analyst and my there draft show side says science. let's hold on to the picks. Yes. So, <laughs> <does
3: that mean?
1: laughs> so you split either way, difference. by that point we're delirious right. on draft weekend, anyways, and we're like, who exactly. the heck is Deron Bland? Oh, by the way, he might be your starter this week against that Chicago offense on
3: Blue Street.
2: Good. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Split the Let's the take a break. When we come back, we're previewing the Cowboys defense versus the Chicago offense on Talking Cowboys.
3: When you build, you start with the foundation and home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The
0: Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more what would you like the power to do
3: bank of america na equal
0: housing lender credit and collateral is subject to approval restrictions apply this is not a commitment to lend
2: Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to blackriflecoffee.com to join the coffee club today.
1: Back to talking cowboys. You know what goes great with Black Rifle coffee, everybody? What's that? NFL Plus, because there's a game in the morning this weekend. How about that? (laughs) NFL Plus is here, which means no matter where you are, this is how you football. Get live, local, and primetime regular season and postseason games on your phone or your tablet for game replays and a whole lot more. Go to plus.nfl.com and start your free trial of NFL Plus today. Back here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker. All right, last week... When we previewed the, uh, the the Lions, it was the Lions' defense that you decided to say was garbage. Yeah. Yeah, you used the word trash. Yeah, they're trash. Uh, they play hard, though. Okay, they did. They played Always. really, really hard. Yeah. What's your initial word? If you had to give one word to describe the Bears' offense, what would it be? Justin Fields. I would Montgomery. say they're recyclable. Oh, okay. Recyclable. We're staying uh, in the same same category. Yeah, same
3: category. I'll say the recyclable simply because of the fact that they have Justin Fields, and Justin Fields is reusable. You know, so, you mm-hmm. know, you might he might have a game where he's where he's down and out, and you throw him away. But guess what? You can use him for something else. He bounces right back. So you can't just put him aside. He's a, he's a threat. He's not going to light up the stat line, but he can. He's a pest. He's a guy that just doesn't go away. It's like as soon as you think that you have their have them with their backs against the wall. You know, here he goes, freaking taking off and running for a first down. Yeah. As soon as you think that you have a spy on him, he's like, "Okay, we're not going to stop. We're going to stop him from running now." Then he threatens like he's going to run, and he throws the ball behind your head, right, and moves the chain. So he he does a good job of moving the chains. I think his decision making compared to last year is so much better in terms of his ability just to move the chains and put his team in position. To be have some form of success, Montgomery's not what he has been. His offensive line is not what they what they want them to be. So he's not as much of a threat as he has been in recent years. Um, and you know, you got my boy out of UW. You know, Pettis, Dante Pettis. He's pretty much their 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 go juice at the receiver position right now yeah. in terms of their their lightning bolt. So I think you have a handful of guys that you can kind of wrangle, but. Ultimately, if you shut down fields, you shut down this entire offense. So, rankings-wise, they're 28th in total yardage. They're
1: dead last in passing yards per game, 126 yards per game through the air. They're bottom five in interception rates, sacks allowed, first downs per game, punting average. I'm just even going down the list at this point. Red zone percentage, goal-to-go percentage, they're bottom two in the league, and then they're bottom 10 in points per game with 18 points per game. They are number one in one certain area, though. Mm-hmm. They have the number one rushing offense in the NFL right now, 181 yards per game. That ballooned a little bit because they had plus 220 last week Woo. on Monday Night Football against the the Patriots. But Patrick, coming off of a short week, what travels? Defense? Defense? And the running, running game, the football, and so the
0: run game. And, and when it comes to Justin Fields, um, you know that that's that's my fellow Georgia boy. Um, hated to see him go to OSU, but he's about about to the say, day. he and went he, to there and he State. prospered. He prospered. Um, but what hasn't transferred yet to the NFL? Uh, side of his equation, is the arm that you saw at at Ohio State. Uh, And that's for several reasons. Obviously, this is going to be his second year, second head coach in in as many years. Uh, They had some losses on the offensive line, so the protection's not great, whatever the case may be. But he's also thrown six interceptions to five touchdowns. So if you're the Cowboys' defense, the formula is no different from that of Jalen Hurts. You want to try to keep him one-dimensional and then shut down that dimension, right? You don't want him figuring out, how to find his receivers against you because they haven't figured out how to do it all season for the most part. So allow him to be one-dimensional, but shut down that one-dimension, and that's why you go and get a guy like Jonathan Hankins. But you got to keep eyes on not only Fields, uh, but we talk about David Montgomery uh, and, and Khalil Herbert. That's another guy who can do some damage out of the backfield as well on the ground for the Chicago Bears. But as an offense, on the whole, they're averaging only 18 points per game. Uh, they're not lighting up the scoreboard. Uh, this is a game that you can, you know, go in and and out physical them and should win rather handily. Mm. Uh, it's if you go in and get out physical,ed is when you will run into a situation like you ran into against Detroit in that. You weren't supposed to be as close as you were going into the half, but those guys just mounted up and they were the ones landing the punches. This time around, you need to take the lessons learned from Detroit from that first half in Detroit and the second half. And in the second half, you were the one landing the haymakers. If you start doing that early, we've seen situations already with the Justin Fields version of the Chicago Bears where if he starts getting beat up early or if things don't go well, Head starts going down. The chin starts approaching the chest a little bit. He's Mm -hmm. on the sideline kind of feeling defeated, and then things can unravel from there. Um, So, yeah, you got to attack the Chicago Bears um, running offense early, often and then defeat them as far as their morals go like break their heart in the first quarter and they'll just basically let you <laughs> have their way over the next three
1: so are, what kind of run style do they run with because i know uh, last two weeks you faced two good running it, teams an and one comes. was at rpo from philly the yeah. other one was more downhill
3: from yeah detroit
1: yeah. are they kind of a mixture of the they teams? are a yeah, mixture of it hybrid.
3: and they, they don't really run a whole lot of rpo but they run a lot of zone read in zone sweep, so pretty much where they give him the ability to read the in man online scrimmage and either give it or take it, much like Philadelphia. But they yeah. had a passing option off of it, which hints to RP. You think that they could add that into they the fold? They absolutely can, yeah, and they absolutely will,
1: especially yeah. <laughs> against the, the way that Philly put it on tape against they the defense. Right? Absolutely,
3: will still probably at least 10 to 12 plays from that Philadelphia playbook, and they will put that into the, the script. So, the way in which you you prepared for, and then the the film study that you have coming off of Philadelphia, you might want to repeat that because or review that because that's exactly what you're going to face in Justin Fields. And, and I agree.
0: They're just they're going to try. They be in Chicago. They're going to try to to use the blueprint um, from the Philly game. But like I've often said. Having the blueprint and having the tools to build off of that blueprint, those are two different things. When you're talking about the Eagles and Justin Fields, you're also talking about Devontae Smith, and you're talking about A.J. Brown, and you're talking about Dallas Goddard. When you're talking about the Chicago Bears and Justin Fields, you're talking about Darnell Mooney. Who has no Ooh. touchdowns through seven games? That he was a thousand yard receiver in 2021, but he has no touchdown through seven games. You're talking about Equanimeous St. Brown, who has a career high of 328 yards and he only has one touchdown thus far <laughs> in 2022. The weapons don't equate.
1: Are you saying this uh, this offense is trash? Is that what you're saying? Am I hearing that
0: correctly? They're passing. At the moment? Their, their passing attack is garbage. Mm. Their, their passing attack is garbage. Nothing. They're, yeah. They're, I, so not concerned with the passing attack. The run offense, though, that's not garbage. Like that—that's something to be threat. concerned about. That is a very real threat. Okay, absolutely. But uh, and it's not Jessica just Montgomery in the too. Air. Yeah, no,
1: they've no. got multiple guys that can run the football, right? Yeah, T- yeah Khalil Herbert. Herbert's leading the the team in rushing yeah. right now. Yeah. So
0: the rushing attack is legit passing though uh, that's septic tank like th- this is a perfect <laughs> opportunity and here's your segue, call perfect opportunity to figure out the cornerback situation mm. outside of Jordan Lewis being lost here,
1: here here you go here you go so with that being said and with the lack of threats on the outside is there a potential that we spread these snaps out within these young quarterbacks working into this ball game we're going to answer that question when we come back on the other side of the break here on talking cowboys presented by black rifle coffee company
2: Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. This week! Back to talking cowboys.
1: Miller Lite is proud to bring you Q Barbecue Fest Dallas, located at the Miller Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium. Join your cowboys from November fourth through the sixth for some of the best barbecue in the whole. Country, Mm. get your tickets today at SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. You think they have some corn for me? Yes, I Good. think they'll have some corn for you. Season. But you they've got some like sweet yeah. potato too. Mm. They probably got some casseroles yeah. pop around there. Somewhere. Wait, but will it
0: be sweet potato casserole? Maybe. Nah, no, no you can put that on the grill,
2: yeah.
3: I mean, you can, but nobody does it. But the sides are just they're they're well, just as big of a thing. Smoke queso. give me your corn. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Problem is that Cook smoke case, so they pipe up hey, For it. all yeah. those that like yeah. to fire
3: up the grill, it's about time you get that grill fired up because in about four weeks, it's about to be no It's about go. It's about to go down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, time to get that thing fired up. I thought about that too. I Get, that, that too. get I need them to, grates, get the whole thing, get the liner cleaned out, all that. Last yeah. night, I, I grilled. I grilled on the stovetop just because I was
1: lazy and I didn't want to get the grill going and stuff. And I was sitting there, I was like, "Man, why am I so lazy? I'm never going to get to use that grill starting in like three weeks. Like, right. there's no way. Yeah, that's what you I was do. Like, Thanksgiving. Go yeah, go and Thanksgiving. That's days. when I fire it up. Yeah, yeah I'm going to get some. Uh, I'm going to get some steaks or something. Okay, treat. Treat the fiancé. We need a stake sponsor. I like that idea. Isaiah back. Patrick Nosey, Walker, Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Final segment here of Talking Cowboys. Continuing to preview the Cowboys defense and that Chicago offense. So we've established the run game is there. We've established they're going to do some different things, probably than they've done on tape at different points throughout the season. Mm-hmm. But with there being such a low threat on the outside from a passing game, the number 32 ranked offense out of 32 in terms of throwing the football, right? Is so this the, the perfect situation, Isaiah, to mix in nation Wright, Kelvin Joseph, Deron Bland, and give them an even snap count to try and see who is
3: best suited to replace Jordan Lewis moving forward? You want to see you want to see them get their feet wet, absolutely. Put their toe in the water, mm-hmm. yes. Okay. No cannonballs. Yeah. I'm with you. I think this is a perfect game to do. So I, I honestly think any game is a perfect game to do. So unless you're playing, you know, one of those elite offenses, <laughs> then that's probably not the game you want to do it. But you know, this is a perfect scenario for these guys to come in and get some reps and get some confidence, get some good game films so the coaches can review it and see exactly what situations, who's better situationally. Um, you know, so that they, so Dan Quinn knows where to plug and play guys. I mean, it's been a while since some of these guys have been in that position, you know, preseason is preseason, but that was weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That was weeks ago. Right. Uh, So now, you know, these guys get to get out here and compete, and I couldn't be more excited for them.
0: I I will actually say, let's go ahead and do full cannonball. So just cannonball. You might as well, because (laughs) what you want to do is use a situation where we're talking about, you know, you're not, uh, and I'll do respect to these guys, but Daryl Mooney's not, Shaking, not making you shake in your boots. St. Brown's not making you shake in your boots. Cole Komet's not making you shake in your boots. 32nd-ranked passing offense. So what you want to do is get these young guys, Kelvin Joseph, Nashawn Wright, De'Ron Bland, uh, and maybe, well, I don't know that they're going to call up Sheffield, but nonetheless, nonetheless, get these guys as many reps as possible because you want to try to use this in the bye week to sort this out before you face Aaron Rodgers. And we know Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers and that offense is struggling, but I don't care how much that, that offense is struggling. I never want Aaron Rodgers versus a completely green cornerback. And if you have more than one completely green cornerback, you're really setting yourself up for a potential disaster. So going against the Bears offense, personnel-wise, personnel versus personnel, it's perfect. And going into a bye week, I do it. Full cannonball. No
1: toe in the water. Just go so you're cannonball. saying uh, by toe in the water, I think it was basically – Splitting it evenly. Mm-hmm. You don't want it split evenly. You want whoever's going to be in that job moving forward to be in that job this week. Oh no, no. What I mean, is, I'm splitting evenly. He's talking okay. about throwing
3: them, He wants to throw both of them
1: into yeah, the that, wall. That's
0: what I'm saying. Throw them I'm the okay wolves. with throw them that. That's what I'm saying.
1: I'm cool with that. That makes no. I mean, either way, if, as long as they're getting snaps, I'm happy. They're I want right. all three of those guys to get right. defensive snaps, not special teams. Because here's my thing. I
0: feel like we. And we'll learn more, obviously, as, as his career goes along, and as his season goes along. I believe that we are confident enough in what Deron Bland can bring. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, yeah, at, at the moment. So I will say this doesn't necessarily have to be a you know ninety five percent snap game, defensive snap game for De'Ron Bland. I'm fine if you make it a 50% snap game for De'Ron Bland and then you use the rest to kind of change personnel groupings and say, Mm. okay, now let's try Anthony Brown here in the the nickel and Kelvin, you go out and you get, you know, Kelvin Kelvin 10 snaps and then you say, okay, Kelvin, now you sit, Anthony, you stay in the nickel, but hey, Nashawn, now you go out and then you kind of, hey, cannonball,
1: (laughs) have your fun, have your your fun. This was a mailbag question, so if you want to read more on, on the answers to that, Ooh, I, nice I had a mailbag plug. answer. Yeah. Nice uh, I, I didn't mean for that to happen, but it is a conversation <laughs> right now. You, you you brought something up that kind of put my antennas up, Isaiah. Okay, get your antennas you up. Said, you said not against one of those elite offenses. Mm. You're okay with it not being against an elite offense. Mm-hmm. When's the next elite offense on the schedule? I'll run it down for you. Tell me yes or no. Do you think they're elite? And I think this first one nice. after the Bears is interesting. Packers. Packers. Right now? No. I, I agree. I don't think so. No. What is what is that time? Is that a timing warning well, to get that, off the air? I think I don't that know. was your intent. No, that was your intent. Oh, okay. I like <laughs> it. Good. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, are they elite? The receivers are. I would agree with that. Thielen and, and uh, Jefferson? Jefferson? Yeah. 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 Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> Did you say yeah. Thielen? It's actually how you say it, by the way. It it's Thielen. Nope. He's never corrected anybody. I met his cousin the wow. other day. Wow. This is breaking news, by the way. I'm talking new. Cowboys. It is breaking news. On I, the talk I met cowboys. his cousin the other day. His cousin plays for ACU. And I called their game. And I got a chance to talk with a couple players prior to the game. And he said, uh, I, I said, so Thielen, I was like, are you are you related to Adam? He's like, yeah, he's my cousin. He's like, actually, by the way, it's Thielen by like and, and on the pronunciation guide, T-E-E, capital T-E-E dash Lin, L-E-N, wow. lowercase wow. n. Thielen. Wow. And he's like, that's actually how you say it. We just never have corrected anybody with him. Well, okay then. So how about that? Uh, You hear
3: that ESPN? You hear that
1: NFL Network? (laughs) Go go check with Adam. Go figure it out. Uh, I'll call him Thielen because that's what all the pronunciation guys uh, did say, but I I did let that one slip because that's how I'll call him off the air. New York Giants?
2: Elite offense?
1: Uh, Elite caller, but not not offense. Dable? Uh Indianapolis. Definitely nope. not. Not right now. Texans. Nope. Nope. Jackson Jacksonville. Nope. Getting better. Philadelphia at the end. Nope. I still mm. say no. Don't I still say this. no. I think I would say yes Don't in that do this. regard. Don't, Don't do that.
3: No. Tennessee
1: in week seventeen.
3: No, not passing.
1: And then Washington at the end. No. So you've got Minnesota, Philly, and then a maybe on Green Bay and Tennessee, depending on how they play. That's about that's the elite offenses that you've got coming up for this defense that is no doubt unbelievably elite. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good odds in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty fun. Yeah. It's a good way to wrap up the show, right? Yeah. Listen. How about that?
0: Go get them. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I there is no other way for me to say it is just just absolutely pin your ears back and go get these go get it against these offenses. Um like like we're talking about and obviously it can change on any given Sunday, Monday, Thursday, whenever you're playing. But this defensive personnel set led by this defensive coordinator going against the offenses you just listed, the, the most dangerous one as far as the ability to both run and pass is going to be the Minnesota Vikings. But outside of that, everyone can be had more easily. All you need is Dak Prescott and this Cowboys offense to find their stride. And if mm. that happens, and I believe it will happen before the season is out, and what better time than November, December, which then gives you the momentum going into January. So we talked about it before. You'd rather have your hiccups and, and your your biggest adversities in the front half of the season. The Cowboys did. They're they're getting healthier, and they're making yeah. Jonathan Hankins-level trades. Mm. Right? <laughs> Go are Go eat. Gonna-
1: they're going to lose games. It's going to happen. Fact, You're not going to go gonna run 15 table. and two. That's not happening. For Cowboys fans out there, despite how the matchups look on paper right this second, but you still got a chance to win a lot of games.
2: You I got a to chance to make some five, noise.
0: So they, I got them losing three more.
2: Got to tune gotta find in to it the,
1: somewhere. Got to tune into the show to find out where the other three mm. come
0: from.
2: Mm.
1: Patrick Nosey-Walker, Isaiah Stanback, Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeoman. Thanks so much for joining us here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. We will be back tomorrow to break down the Cowboys' offense versus the Bears' defense. We'll see what Isaiah thinks about that matchup and how Patrick and I can debate it moving forward. Mm. That does it for us. We'll see you tomorrow with more Talking Cowboys.